Utah's network. Hi, this is Derek Trek from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of Altar of War, brought to you by Masters of the Forge. We hope you enjoy the show. Is the Forge Altar of War. As you can hear, there is some background noise for this episode. Uh, it's because we're outside in the garage, and that's that's just how COVID goes. We're we're hanging out and dealing with that. And I'm here with Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Adam. So I'm really excited to wrap up our little three-game narrative that we have going on for uh, the Machine Empire invading uh, Immotech's vault. Um, we've, you finally made it into the depths of the vault. Yeah, it's been a long journey. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long road getting from there to here, but uh, you know our chance is finally here. We got faith of the heart, is what I'm saying. The cold metal heart. The cold metal heart. Yeah. We're playing a ninth edition scenario. Uh, we're going to be using a crusade mission called uh, Sabotage. You're you're in you're in the uh, you're in the vault, and you are here to figure out what experimentation has been going on down here. What resurrection protocols have been enacted? Um, lots of scary stuff. Lots of scary new stuff that's available for the Necron players to play with, and we are narratively playing out how that's going down in the uh what's the uh oh the sautech sautech yes how the, the sautech are are trying to resurrect these these uh powerful new units for their use and you are here to steal it and s- stop the sautech from getting that and take it for yourself so we're going to be using the sabotage mission uh there's four objectives they have to be more than nine inches from a battlefield edge or each other. And uh, the defender places them, but I've made a battlefield for this uh, game. I had some wood laying around, some plywood, and some 1x4s, 2x4s, and 1x3s. And I cut them all at angles and glued them together at weird angles to, to make it look like we're in a like Necron... Yeah, like a, lab, like like a laboratory. Everywhere. Yeah, it's, I, I painted it all with gloss black and added some some blue lines. Now, Sautech are green, but your army's blue. And yep. so if I play against Necrons, it's going to be blue. So so I might as I figured I might as well. It's an incursion mission, so I made it uh, 30 by 45. And I'll add another 30 by 45 at a later date so we can play uh, bigger games on it. Uh but yeah, it's 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 going to be a lot of fun. So um, again, four objectives. So four of the Noctilith buildings are going to be like the control nodes of the of vault. the uh, vault. We are going to be getting giving. You're going to be scoring twenty victory points if one every time one of them is turned off, turned off, sabotaged. We're actually going to remove the building when it's sabotaged. And then I will score 20 points at the end of the game for every one that uh, remains standing. Um, 
Also, uh, every turn, we're going to be scoring 10 victory points. Uh, if um, It's forever who, whoever, whoever kills, kills the most off. Most, yeah, whoever kills the most. Uh, and that's basically it. Um, the deployment zone, the defender has half the battlefield for their deployment zone. And then nine inches from there, the attacker gets to deploy. And obviously, you're the attacker. Yep. Um, for this one, we're using the Necron Tomb World Theater of War from the Pariah Psychic Awakening book. Um, we're, neither of the special rules make sense for this scenario. Uh, for one, uh, Fade into the Dark, uh, the Tomb World... It's basically being afraid of the tomb world and getting lost. We're Necrons, we don't, from we here, don't so. care. No, yeah. The null field matrix affects psychers, of which we have none. Um, so for battlefield twists, we have atomic reconstitution field, which represents like the fact that this place is a, a place of construction and repair and reclamation. So we're going to be just running. We're going to be, our vehicles are going to heal one wound every turn. Uh, at the start of our turns. Mm -hmm. For the mysterious objective markers, uh, instead of just the objective markers, we have uh, 11 like Noctilith towers on the battlefield. Uh, and I've got a little map going of each one with a number associated with each tower. Uh, Mark will roll 2D. Uh, the center objective or the center tower is 7. And then next to that tower are 2 and 12. That way, because since the center tower is the most resonant and important, mm -hmm. the ones next to it are le less likely to be struck. Yeah, okay. So you did it based on probability. Of based on probability, yeah. So what, what we're going to do is Mark's going to roll two dice and I'm going to roll two dice. And um, whatever number we come up with, we're going to draw a line between those buildings. And everything in between those buildings is going to take D3 mortal wounds. If we both roll the same number... Everything within six inches of that one uh, uh, tower gets D3 mortal wounds. Mm -hmm. Now, as you, if you recall, we said that if Mark sabotages a building or a tower, resonator, whatever, if Mark sabotages one, it's removed. So if that number comes up, it doesn't count. So say uh, we got rid of five and say Mark rolls five and I roll seven then it'll be as if we both rolled seven. Mm -hmm. Now, if we both rolled five, the energy is going to build up under the laboratory, under the vault. So uh, next turn, the damage will go from D3 to 2D3. Uh, and then so on and so forth. The odds are astounding, but it could happen. Uh we're not going to use any terrain traits because we're all, we already have enough weird special rules going on that this is fine. Uh, the stratagems uh, for, for the Necron tomb world are uh, you can uh, spend two CP. You're whenever, whenever a Necron uh, model from your army uh, is within three inches of an objective marker, you get to reroll ones on your reanimation protocols. We've decided to downgrade that to one CP. Also teleportation gates. As long as you're wholly within six inches of an objective marker, you can teleport to another objective marker, wholly within six inches of another objective marker. 
Uh, we've decided that all of the buildings are going to, or all of the nodes are going to count as objective markers for this purpose. But um, normally with the, with this stratagem, you can actually teleport within or just outside of one inch of an enemy unit. We're going to ignore that part. If it were just objectives, it would be fine because you could stay away from, you usually stay away from it or camp it. But we have so many nodes that it would be ridiculous. So we can jump across the battlefield. All right. Well, that's it for that. I think we've described all the uh, weird special stuff having to do with this scenario. Let's talk about the defending forces, shall we? So Mark has brought his sweetly painted army. Thank you. And I appreciate you doing that because this is way more. F I love Tabletop Simulator, but this is way more fun. Uh, it's the best. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Um, this is going to sound wonderful. <laughs> There's spaceships flying around. Yeah, they're just really big, loud spaceships flying by. It's fine. So uh, the army is led by a plasmancer. This is the character that's been trying to extract the data for all of this, all of these new units out of an old uh, uh, info dump vault. Uh, he is a plasmancer. He's got the harbinger of destruction. Um, he gets to shoot lightning bolts and he shoots lightning bolts if he's in combat as well. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, he's got a he's got a shooting a lance for shooting and a lance for stabbing. There's also his bodyguard, a Scaroptech Lord, mm -hmm. who's a big, choppy, angry destruction destroyer cult dude. Uh, then we have some immortals because you know you got to have some some troops hanging out. Um, then we also have two units of Scaroptech destroyers, more destroyer cult choppy dudes. From the new the new box set, three of those in each unit. Um, we have a scarab swarm because it just makes sense for scarabs to be down here Should doing scarabs their scaraby thing. Yeah, uh, canoptic wraiths, a unit of those with their stabby claws. Again, it makes sense for their on my side for most of the the canoptic units to be on my side of the of this particular battle. And then we have uh, we have a spider to help repair help produce more scarabs mm -hmm. where needed uh, under normal circumstances and also while fighting, apparently. Um, lastly, we do have a uh, Annihilation Barge. I think I'm going to hold this thing in reserve. Okay. Because I think it makes sense that this would be like a, like a reinforcement type thing. So I'm going to spend one of my six command points on, on the Annihilation Barge. Okay. Um, I haven't chosen a warlord trait or anything yet for my character. Uh, I'll talk about that when we go to deployment. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so so Mondo's attacking uh, of the as of always the, uh, famed Mondo of the Machine Empire. So tell me, uh, what did you bring in that army? So for Mondo's force, Mondo has actually recently undergone an upgrade as mm. he has fought with and slain Emotech. Mm -hmm. and has ripped off Emotech's head and has now taken Emotech's body for his own. Nice. So, I'm pretty sure... Uh, now, I'm pretty sure that Emotech is more than capable of uh, duplicating himself and I, sending himself across the galaxy, but we won't tell Mondo that. Exactly. And we know Emotech and all Necrons have USB ports, so he can just plug into <laughs> a different body. So Mondo is going to be 
using Emotech's body and rules for this mission to show how souped up his new body is. Awesome. Uh, to go along with him, Mondo's Mondo's got his ever faithful sidekicks. He's got Clank the Cryptech, who has brought two crypto crypto thrall bodyguards with him that he put together. And then we also have um, a Royal Warden from the Indominus box set, who's going to be Machina for this mission. And she's got her new fancy relic Gauss blaster. Mm-hmm. And then accompanying them is twenty. Necron Warriors, uh, 10 have the classic Gauss Reaper, and 10 have the brand new Gauss Flares. So they should be having fun trying out those new guns. Yeah, the new guns, that's cool. And I have two five-man squads of Immortals, because you've got to have more Immortals. Yeah. And then I'm also taking a... Mondo has called in a Doom Scythe to fly down and help provide aerial nice. attacks against this vault and ensure that they can capture it. Nice. Do you do you think you'll bring that in turn one or? Ah, uh, we'll see. Mondo's probably gonna assess the situation, mm-hmm. see where he needs aerial support. Yeah, that would be cool because then on turn, I think like you can. Well, they're so fast anyway. Yeah, you can pretty much bring them in wherever you want. But yeah, I think that might be a good call. Uh, all right. So another last special rule for this mission is that you're able to keep calling in more warriors so mm-hmm. you've mondo has tromped through the vault reawakening warriors and turning them to his cause yep. so as they reassemble themselves and reconstitute themselves they'll be coming in uh using the normal ongoing reserve rules so you know the later the turns the deeper into my deployment zone you can actually bring them every time you bring in a unit of warriors though i roll a dice on a seven plus I bring in the, what is it called? The Seroptic? The Seroptic Heavy Construct. The Seroptic Heavy Construct. That that was the sound of the Heavy Construct. Right? Every, for every unit of warriors brought in, I get a plus one to the roll. So uh, the first unit you bring in, I roll a dice and on a six plus. And then the next unit is a five plus, four plus, three plus. So uh, I think this is going to be a fun way to, to represent that. Um, okay, so why don't we do this? Why don't we do our deployment and come back and talk about that? Okay. looks to the internet for its information. We have stood at the edge of despair and would have fallen. If not for awesome podcasts and their content of everything we love. Now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek, such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try.
back, we are going to talk about deployment, which we already talked about. <laughs> so we forgot to hit the record button. It's fine. It's fine. It's that someone was me. We're a professional podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we, um, I've chosen for my warlord trait, Thrall of the Silent King. Uh, we're going to keep with the Sautech dynasty for the final mission because we are Sautech. But my Cryptech is a old ally of the Silent King. That's why he knows about all this stuff. And he knows that any uh, advancement of the Necron species is uh, an advancement for the Silent King, even if uh, Emotech doesn't believe that's true. So... Uh, for my deployment, I had to deploy first because I'm the defender. Well, I started deploying first, and then uh, I started by putting uh, some destroyers on my left flank. Some of these destroy uh, the Skaruptek destroyers, um, and you countered by placing some of your immortals over there on that side. And at the end of the day, a lot of stuff is deployed on the left flank. All of my destroyer cult and all of your warriors are on that left flank. Um, they're supported by. Who's uh, over there? Uh, on the left, on the left side, Mondo and Machina. So the Emotech, yeah, yeah, air yeah. quotes, and yep. um, Royal Warden uh-huh. are supporting them. Okay, cool. And then on the right flank, I have my Cryptech, or sorry, my Canoptech units, like the spiders, or the spider and the. Um, uh, uh, scarabs, and then kind of in the backfield, waiting to counter assault. Are the your on that side for you? You have kind of a lighter deployment. Yeah, just uh, five immortals and a squad of scarabs, mm-hmm. and, and they're, then they're gonna kind of try to move up and get that. Yeah, be as sneaky point. as sneaky metal guys can point. be. We're gonna kill some scarabs. Yeah, uh, my backfield middle has my uh, plasmancer kind of fiddling with the objective back there with that interface point. And he's being defended. He's being protected by the unit of immortals, the big unit of immortals back there. Uh, you have a similar situation going on in your backfield. Yep. I got clank with his crypto thralls and mm-hmm. a squad of immortals right on the objective node that's in my deployment zone. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, also, uh, so it, it very much, we have a mirrored kind of deployment. Yeah in that regard for our commanders because you there's nothing stopping you from bringing down one of these nodes right away yeah uh so we might as well have have a unit over there doing that um so in the previous recording we both rolled off i rolled a 12 and you rolled a 10 yep which was nearly enough to send a bolt of energy arcing across your entire army but uh, it did not. It was not to be. So. Near miss. Near miss. So I believe you are going to go first. Yes. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense to just bring one of these down right away, get your twenty points. But I will have a pretty impressive charge if you don't bring down these uh, Sraptek destroyers. Yeah, those are me. Yep. So problem. we'll see. We'll see what happens on turn one. Well, 
I started my destroyers, my dis- my Sarabtech destroyers, really close, like on the deployment zone line, and you made me regret that. Yeah, I blew them up. <laughs> uh, you did a lot of shooting. Uh, what was it that your uh, warlord did? What was that ability? Uh, that he used mortal um, Lord of the Storms, so he mm-hmm. gets uh, it's Emotech's signature ability. Okay. And Mondo has now learned his secret by taking his body. Uh-huh. Uh, so on, I pick a unit within 48 inches. I don't uh-huh. have to see it. Yep. And then uh, as long as it's not a character unit, uh-huh. and I will, I get to roll a d6. On two up, the unit I chose takes uh, that many mortal wounds. So if I roll two, it's two mortal wounds. Six, six mortal wounds. And then for every unit that's enemy unit within six inches of that initial unit, I roll a d6 again. And on a six, that unit takes d3 mortal wounds oh. so i targeted one squad of the destroyers with it and they took five mortal wounds right off the bat and then the spread damage potentially could have hit the scorpec lord the other score destroyers and a squad of immortals uh-huh. and it only bounced to the immortals for another t- three mortal wounds neat and then a bunch of shooting a bunch of special abilities lasers from characters uh, got my both of my destroyer units down to one Sroptek destroyer. Yeah, that's the best one with that big blade. Yeah, with the big blade. Uh, and then you charged. Oh, and also you started the uh, sabotage action with one unit of immortals in your backfield. Yep. Um, you uh, uh, did decide to charge, which I think might have been a mistake. Yeah, I'm regretting it a little bit now. Right. I thought I could plink those last two destroyers down. Yeah. Because they had like one or two wounds apiece. That's true. You did have a good chance of destroying them. The one destroyer on the left side of the uh, of the node uh, had three wounds left. Yeah, he was full. Yeah. The other one only had two wounds left on the right side of the node. Yeah. Uh, and this is all going on on the left flank. This is that heavily fortified left flank. Um, you smashed into both of them and did no wounds at all. Yeah, I just whiffed completely. It, yeah, you whiffed and I saved. It was it was pretty bad for you. And then the one destroyer on the t- on the pedestal swung back and killed both of your... What are they called? The Crypto Thralls. Crypto Thralls. Killed them both, and then I consolidated. And when I consolidated, I got within three inches of the objective, mm-hmm. which is going to help because I'm going to I'm gonna pop reanimation nodes because uh, they need to they need to come back. Yeah. Um, on the other side, you're, you're, um, you spend a command point to let your uh, scarabs charge. Yeah, my scarabs use the adaptive subroutines, so... As a canoptic unit, they can advance and charge. Right, which locks down my canoptic units except for the wraiths. Yes. And it kind of makes me make a few decisions. Um, do note, you know, you can't uh, you can't perform an action if you advance. You also can't perform an action if an enemy is uh, within um, uh, range of you, within uh, engagement range. Um, most of the missions say you can't perform an action within three inch if you're next to an if you're, the other enemy unit is next to an objective. Okay. Um, but in this case, it's within an inch now, so either way, you're going to be within range. So yeah, uh, you killed a lot, but I have a very fancy, special, uh, a very important reanimation phase because. 
you didn't manage to kill any units. I know. The age old, you gotta wipe the unit gotta or else wipe the Necrons come back. Yep. All right. So do you wanna we're gonna mask up and we're gonna do uh, the reanimation rolls on audio. I'm gonna spend one command point for reanimation nodes. On a one, uh, all I can re-roll all of my reanimation uh, rolls of a one as long as the units are within three inches of an objective, which all the units that I need to roll it for are, uh, because the consolidate put me closer. So we're gonna do that one first, the one that was that destroyed the unit. Uh, he has three because he had a uh, what do you call it in the unit? That's an interesting thing. The plasma site. The plasma site counts, gives you an extra dice to roll. As far as I can tell. I, that's the way it's worded. All right. On a five up, I have two ones. Didn't get didn't get anything back. I got one model back, and I did uh, reanimation protocols for the other guy. Same deal. He has three dice to roll because he lost two buddies and the little guy. Two back. and Jeez, OP. All right. So to sum up, I got two models back in one unit and one model back in the other unit. So not a lot of Reanimation protocols is gross Yep. on these big models. And you also have the immortals to roll for. Oh, just right. They're within three inches of the back objective. Here they go. Five up. Rerolling ones. I got one model back in that unit. All right. I love Necrons. They roll. Uh, <laughs> moving on to my turn one. Let's see if I can push them out. So my turn one was a little bit disappointing, mainly due to all the failed charges. Uh, the wraiths came around the right flank and tried to charge in to your immortals, failed their charge. Actually um, took some damage in Overwatch. Yeah, I took a damage in Overwatch. I tried uh, charging in with the um, Astroptech Lord, and he failed his charge with a reroll, even though it was like only like six or seven inches. Yeah. Uh, and I tried to kill Clank, but he made all his four-up invuln saves. So it was that was not great, and I was really counting on making uh the um uh, getting the 10 points for killing more this turn but it just didn't happen uh uh so this the sautech dynasty is looking pretty uh i mean we're stuck in and stuff but i feel like you're going to do very well this turn you're not going to destroy another tower i've got the scarabs on the other side within an inch you'll have to clear those off before you can use your action and of course, the three destroyers on the left side are capping that objective. You do have the flyer coming in, so I yep. feel like you're going to wipe out a lot of stuff this turn. Hopefully. Hopefully. Is that the plan? Or that's, are you going to save it? That's the plan. All right. I feel like I make some gains. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think I over... I really should have charged, just charged the warriors with the destroyer lord and then piled into your warlord, but I got greedy and tried charging your warlord instead of just getting stuck in with the infantry so uh okay so we gotta roll for lightning we gotta roll for lightning let's roll for lightning all right here's mine i got a four eight four and eight uh it's gonna go over the warriors and my destroyers okay so 
The warriors take one. My destroyers take two. Adam's destroyer dying also triggers Clank's special ability we gave him for the campaign because a model just died within uh, six inches of him. So, or three inches of him. So I'm going to roll a d6. And on a six, I get to perform free action with that model. Nice. Go for it. Only a five. Aw. Uh, awesome. All right. Electricity arced across the battlefield and wiped out a destroyer and a warrior. So we'll see what happens on your turn two now. Machine Empire, turn two is complete. Gosh, that was an interesting turn. A lot happened. It started off with a heroic reanimation protocols on those warriors. Oh my gosh, I think I brought back ten, nine. You had, I think you had eight left, and by the time you were done... You only had four gone, so eight. you you went from you went from uh, eight to sixteen. Eight, so eight, eight brought back. It was pretty good. It was amazing. Yeah. I was so angry. I, my my tech lord was angry. He's like, no, <laughs> dang it, this is crap. Because he's dangling. He was out there all by himself. Well, not all by himself, but there was only like one tech destroyer hanging out next to uh, Clank. And no other models near him. So he's very terrified. You shot at him with a lot pretty of much everything, including the uh, Doom Scythe, which came in and put a lot of shots. In. He, well, they put the super laser into him. Yeah, right? the big death ray shot at him. But it, did you reroll that save? I did reroll that yeah, save. I, so. I spent two command points rerolling saves for my Destroyer Lord this turn. Yeah. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. What else happened? Uh, Mondo came in. Mondo came in and cleaved a hole in that guy, but he's still got some wires attached. Still got some wires attached to him, and my full unit of destroyers is still a full unit of destroyers, which is really good for me. I think I could have had a much worse turn. Yeah. I could have a... That destroyer lord should probably be dead right now. So explain to me how he doesn't have reanimation. He has a different thing other than reanimation protocols, right? All the, the destroyer lord should have a living metal, which is just living one wound metal. Back. What does that do? It's just one wound back and start a turn. Oh, neat. Okay, so he'll get a wound back, and I'll I'll quickly roll my reanimation protocols for this one unit of uh, destroyers. I get one model back. Ugh. And uh, roll one dice to get the uh, little guy back in the other unit. He does not come back. All right. And two, two models for the immortals. They don't come back either. Okay. It looks like it's Defender's turn two. Crashing in, I had to fight. I had to go into Mondo with the remaining 
two destroyers on on yours that were like infiltrating your side because Mondo the ongoing combats go to the defender yep in that or the person whose turn it is not so i had to go in there with him or else he was just going to destroy my lord so i charged him with them and i came around the other side and charged your uh remaining um uh immortals with my wraiths uh also the the uh the arc the annihilation barge came in and just wiped out a unit yeah, of, just uh, immortals and that they were also helped by my immortals so apparently my tesla is a superior tesla to your tesla my tesla is low on battery <laughs> so the right side of the battlefield in you know i've wiped out most of the stuff or tied it up um but on the left side where there's that big scrum of warriors and destroyers uh, I did actually manage to uh, cause Mondo to return back to the spaceship. <laughs> Mondo has uh, transmitted via Necron Wi-Fi his profile. <laughs> well, there's a lot of energy going on here, right? It's hard to the Neos. Well, the, the Imperium calls it the Neosphere, but you know, yeah, the the the, the, uh, the internet is really good here. The Wi-Fi is really good here, so. Uh, uh, he was able to upload himself before dying. I destroyed 10 warriors this turn. Last turn, you brought back a bunch. Yep, and they're all dead again. They're almost all dead. Uh, on a one, you will pass that morale check. I rolled a one. <laughs> all right, so they're fine-ish. Uh, also, we are both going to roll two dice to see... Which energy fields are activated before your turn starts? I roll the six. Ten. Six and ten. Uh, that is going to be bad for both of us. Destroyer Lord takes D3. One. He dies. Yes. Your warriors take one. Doesn't change much. Nope. Uh, your immortals take... Three. That's bad. <laughs> and my wraiths take three. Oh, oh that's good. No. <laughs> oh my goodness, so much stuff. To, wow. Okay, so that turn ended very badly for you, but it also did a crippling damage to my army when those power arcs went through. I don't think it's changing the outcome. <laughs> I don't think it is either. But that was turn three was somewhat uneventful there was a lot of falling back like with your characters and stuff yep on the left flank with near the destroyers there's a, still a lot of destroyers left that reanimation protocols is bonkers it's real rude now that's partially because your warriors did not shoot no they instead chose to sabotage one of the objectives that they're near that was really important. I think that's a really big deal. This, the the objective was removed. Um, and that tower is now gone. Um, so that's really cool. Um, so you're up. You're up to forty points. Uh, last turn, I did score a kill more than you, so I did get the ten points for the tiebreaker. Base. That's basically what it is. It's a tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, you 
chose to bring on warriors. Yes, I put a ten man squad onto the right side, and they're right behind one of the objectives. So cool. They could maybe get around and right capture it. Cool. Um. So I I know I I want to catch her on camera on a six plus. I'm going to bring on the giant construct. Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, I better use the Necron dice for this. Here we go. I rolled a one. Okay. Oh, thank God. Not coming on yet. So my, uh, my turn three. So the end. Of the, so my turn three, I swung around the back with my wraiths to catch your fleeing characters. The two bumbling fools. They seem to be holding their own against the wraiths. Yeah, they punched back. Punched back. Um, I went into the you, that giant unit of warriors on the left flank again with all six remaining destroyers, which at one point there were only two. <laughs> But there are six right now for some reason because Necrons are dumb. They keep reviving. Uh, and um, I was in great, great danger of your warriors that you brought in coming in and taking that objective, actually. Uh, so I I just ran in there with the wraiths. Or sorry, I ran in there with my immortals and I, and I charged them and shot them. Um, and I also used my... Uh, Plasmancer's mortal wound dealing ability to wipe out the single scarab that actually had the chance of taking out the uh, objective as well. Yep. So again, uh, at the end of my turn, there still are two interface points remaining. I have a, I have the uh, annihilation barge protecting one of them, uh, and the other one's kind of in the open, but I really don't see a way for anything to get to it this turn in turn four um the flyer is zooming around he'll probably kill some destroyers this turn i'm not sure what he's gonna do i also have a feeling you're gonna bring in some warriors again yeah i have to i think you have to as well which means it'll be a five plus to bring oh, in a yeah. giant construct so on turn let's roll to see which nodes activate i rolled a 12 12 and a 6. 6 is gone, so 12 will explode. 12 is the one uh, near your deployment zone. It's going to catch my... But it did kill one destroyer, uh, and it put a wound on my wraiths. My one remaining wraith. The uh, Machine Empire, turn 1. Or, sorry, turn 4. Yeah, we're, we, we've rewound time. turn four was really interesting um you started out with not much near the other side objective and me very easily capping the back of my back objective and i'm surrounding these warriors so they couldn't get their 800 reanimation protocols i think it's really interesting you did decide to um, move away with pretty much everything you fell back yep. with nearly everything um 
Mondo used the teleportation gates. Clank did. Clank did. Sorry, Mondo's dead. Yeah. Uh, Clank, the bumbling fool, uh, used uh, the uh, teleportation gates to teleport from one of these interface points to the one in my deployment zone. Deployment zone, and he started using. He started uh, looking for some archive data. Looking for archive data in order to upload. Uh, information about these new Necron units to the Machine Empire. It's actually one of the Crusade agendas that you picked for him. Yep. Uh, this isn't actually a Crusade Force, but we're going to count it towards him for when you do build your Crusade Force. Yeah, also, it gives us a good narrative reason why, even if you don't win the mission, there's a narrative excuse as to why you would have some information for using some of the new units i need a reason to spend more money on models yeah exactly like so at this point like if you if you were to win the mission you'd be full bore full access to everything i would say if you do lose the mission maybe just start in our next narrative game just trickle yeah. the units in a little bit at a time instead of full force but anyways you brought in 10 more warriors i did uh, and they did manage, they made an 11-inch charge to charge the remnants of my Immortal unit. Well, they, first they spawned in, they shot the Immortal unit of, I think, five guys down to one. Mm -hmm. Then they made an 11-inch charge yes. on that one guy, punched him, and now they're on the objective. So this might turn around a little bit. Yeah, if they can manage to weather the storm, <laughs> almost literally... Quite literally, yeah. they they could bring down that objective on turn five. So let's see. I I really need to make sure I get on that. I get within an inch of that objective, or else I'm not going. You're you're gonna you're definitely gonna bring it down. Yeah. Um. So first off, you brought another unit of warriors. Go on a five. I up. need to see if I bring in Seroptic the Seroptic heavy, heavy construct five up. I rolled a two. Next turn. Next turn. Well, I might not bring you more warriors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sautech Dynasty, turn four. much to say about that turn except all of my charges wiped out everything it touched all of the warriors are dead except for two guys sitting way over from the spawned unit they're yeah. just gone so those two those they'll get some reanimations they might have something you're not i don't think you're gonna score an objective this turn unfortunately because no. i have models on both of them if if you can manage to kill a bunch of stuff, uh, it can be a Pyrrhic victory. Also, Machina has the opportunity to teleport into my backfield and also download some information yep. maybe from that other uh, interface point, which I think will kind of clinch at least the narrative portion of it for those purposes. But the Plasmancer charged in and he did a bunch of, he did a lot of mortal wounds when he did, when he came yeah. in. Uh, that was really awesome. Man, these destroyers gross. are so kind of gross. Kind of gross. Rolls. We have rolls. Let's roll to see which nodes activate. 
I rolled an Ocho. Rolled a four. Rolled a four. Oh, no. Am I going here? Yeah, to... Wait, where's eight? And four. Yeah, we've been rolling four, like, a lot. So the center of that one to this one, my Wraiths. Go ahead and roll a D3 to hit my Wraiths. Wraiths lose a model. And uh, I'm going to say it looks... It's close enough to that Plasmancer that it, it would be hard to say whether he, he's touching or not. So roll D3 for the Plasmancer. One. Plasmancer takes one. Good for him. He's got three wounds left because he's a nerd. Uh, fortunately for Machina, she was on the other side of the uh, of the node, so she she didn't take get hit by it. But awesome! I just I love this way of using the object, like the mysterious objective. Like th I love it when they do unique ways of inter interacting with the objectives. Yeah, this is really cool with the lightning. Yeah, it's what normally, like I said, normally it would only be for the objectives, not for every piece of terrain on the table. You'd be rolling one d six instead of two d six, but I, I think that's I think it's a lot of fun. It's I think a lot it's more a, fun with having more yeah, points. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, oh, I forgot to say that the wraith. There was only one wraith left at the end of my last at the and end of your last turn, but I spent three command points to do reanimation protocols yep. and then re-roll re ones. I just rolled two fives. Yeah, he just makes things reappear. It's, it's pretty fun. good. Man, I really should own a Necron army. Gee, it's almost like you had one. And then sold it. Well, maybe a reanimation protocol back onto your shelves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Clean up the narrative. Clean, the, clean up the narrative a little bit on turn five. is completed it's nice to play a full five turns for it to actually matter and for five turns yes nice so you teleported over with machina using the stratagem yep and you got your um archaeotech tally up pretty high yeah so we stole some information mm -hmm. stole some gadgets mm-hmm uh, my army wiped out almost everything except for those two characters, which I actually failed to kill on the end of the turn, even though my end of Plasmancer ended up rolling an 11 to charge and my Annihilation Barge rolled a 12 to charge. <laughs> uh, we didn't kill anything in combat. Boosters to full. Other than that, you had your... Uh, the plane. Your, the plane left, which, which I didn't bother touching the entire game. Well, a lot of your army couldn't fly. Yeah. So... Yeah, it really wasn't, and it wasn't. I mean, it had it a lot of shots, but it's it not like three of them throwing mortal wounds. You know, no, whatever. it didn't do that much. No, and it it wasn't. The thing is, it wasn't scoring objectives, right? No, so, it's just zipping around, looking scary. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to playing you again. Uh, th this this narrative ended pretty fun. I thought we were gonna have to play it on tabletop simulator. I'm Ugh, glad we didn't. So glad. Yeah, because this this. I mean, building a little board like this, it only took me a couple days to put it together. And I th it's well worth having a, a cool Necron board we can play on again next time. Uh, I just want to I'll, I'll put together two more flat pieces and maybe a few more pieces of terrain. Uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll play another attack on a tomb world or something like that. 
Or again, also, this could I could put down a fat mat and put this on top of the fat mat, and this could be a complex in a different train yeah, environment. Like they had an undiscovered tomb world that they built on, and then Necron stuff started coming up and yeah, making a problem. So it could just be part of another battlefield, or uh, these two board. It's actually in two halves, so they could actually be two pieces like a piece in each deployment zone. And then you could have different terrain in the middle, like swamp terrain or something like yeah, that. There's, there's a lot of options that you have. Now you have this nice modular setup for a mm-hmm. Necron board. Yeah. I like it. It's fun. But uh, as usual, dude, thank you so much for coming down. Yeah, I love coming down here, even uh, in these trying times. Yeah. Especially in these trying times, it's nice to get an in-person game together. We're all masked up, all safe. We got our hand sanitizer. Uh, which, you know, the hand sanitizer is good for sanitizing your hands when touching models and dice and stuff. But also, it's really good, like, if you mouth kiss, if you sanitize after, it's well, totally I, it's I totally thought you safe. put it on your lips, and then we do it. No, you kiss first, then you Oh, I've been doing you all wrong this oh, whole time. Well, well it's fine. Uh, so, all right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Next time, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have a different individual in to play, but I definitely want to play against your Necrons another time. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for, for all the this. new models uh, to bring keep some expanding ne- this. Bring some orcs, maybe. or I've been playing my Drukari a lot, and I, I'm really enjoying them. So we'll see. Maybe the Witch Cult will fight some Necrons. Ooh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, we'll see if we can't get you to feel pain. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. All right. All right, everybody. See you next time. Bye, guys. It's such a good feeling to play games your way. It's such a happy feeling, 40Kng away. And when you throw dice with story in mind, it's such a wonderful way to unwind. It's a good feeling, a very good feeling. We'll be back when the fortnight's new, and we'll have new ideas for you, and you'll have things you'll want to talk about. We will, too.